have a listen to this for a resume. Our next guest is a five-time world champion, a two-time consecutive gold medalist at the Olympic Games. He took up rowing at 18 after being inspired by gold medal winner Rob Waddell's performance at the 2000 Sydney Olympics. He took out the Supreme Halberg Award and was voted Sportsman of the Year in 06, 07, 09, 2012 and 2016, becoming the only New Zealander to have won the award more than three times. In 2009, he was awarded Member of New Zealand Order of Merit for services to rowing in the New Year's Honours list. Now he is gunning for his third consecutive gold at the Tokyo Olympics next year. It is a great pleasure to welcome Mahi Drysdale onto the show. Hello, Mahi. Mahi, hello. Good day, good afternoon. Well, what a, that really is quite a staggering set of achievements. Are you, are you satisfied with your career, Mahi? Um, yes, no, for sure. There's, um, you know, probably a few races that feel like, uh, you know, got away, but, um, you know, overall, uh, very pleased with, with, uh, you know, where, where I, uh, have got to. Mm. Oh, absolutely, mate. Look, mate, can I ask, one of the things I'm always fascinated by, so you began rowing when you were 18. When you were a kid at primary school and high school, were you always like the biggest, strongest kid in the class? Um, no, I wasn't actually. I was, I was, um, I was always quite tall, but I was kind of a, a bit of a weed and, um, <laughs> certainly wasn't strong. My upper body, uh, you know, could barely do a chin up. So, um, yeah, it was never, never sort of, uh, a lot of, a lot of hope for me, um, you know, becoming, uh, a, a, a sporting specimen. But, um, yeah, I guess rowing is, is one of those sports that it just takes a, a lot of, uh, determination and, and a lot of hard work. And the harder you work, the better you get. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not really uh, requires any anything natural or um, you know any any talent as such. Now you're an 18 year old. You decided to take up rowing. How did you actually go about that? Did you, did you go to a club? Did you know somebody? Um, well, <laughs> um, funny story. I wanted to go drinking in Dunedin at the Easter tourney, and, um, and the only sport that I could find that that you required no skill at was rowing because they had the novice team. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got together with uh, eight guys and, and sent an eight down to Dunedin, and um, I can tell you that the the week was a hell of a lot of fun, and uh, the rowing um, was uh, certainly secondary to it. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was sort of my start, and then uh, I guess it, it went full circle that um, you know I I started rowing to to go drinking and. Uh, suddenly, <laughs> next minute, rowing was killing my drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Mahi, how big a you know, disappointment was it when these Tokyo Olympics were postponed a year? You will have heard the news, of course, Gemma McCaw has retired now from hockey. She, she was coming back specifically for Tokyo. But, of course, she's like you, has a family now. And so how big a blow was it to you? Yeah, it was it was mentally very tough, and and I think mainly because of the timing of it. Um, you know, we were we were four months out from the Olympics, and and right now we're one month out from you know when we should be competing. So, um, you know, to to have that postponed, then it's uh, mentally very very tough on you because you know your your goal's just there, um, you're just about there, you've you've done all that hard work, and then you know to to put that from four months to, to sixteen months is is a pretty massive. Um, you know, pretty massive hurdle to to sort of uh, get across, and you know, I absolutely get um, you know decisions uh, by by uh, plenty of athletes that are saying, "Look, I'm enough's enough. I'm I'm not going ahead." And you know, we we got to look at it um, in all you know realistic 
uh, is it going to go ahead next year? And, and, you know, that's still very much an unknown at this stage. So, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're even wavering, I think um, it's, it's pretty hard to commit to that. Um, you know, for me, uh, I was ready to quit um, for, for a couple of weeks there. Um, yeah, okay. I, I couldn't sort of see myself going on that, you know, another 12 months going through everything all over again. Um, you know, we'd, we'd sort of got through all the selection, all the training and, and everything like that. We were on that downward would spiral but um you know once i got once we got out of lockdown and i could get back in the boat you know just just kind of realize i still love it and um you know probably start to see the the advantages as well as the disadvantages and, and that's an extra time and, and for me coming back into the single you know time is, is definitely my friend yeah absolutely and just quickly from me mahe when you're in your, your heaviest sessions with with your training the heaviest period of your training um, how many hours do you spend either in the gym or on the water? Um, our, our big weeks would be uh, twenty-five to thirty hours, um, you know, spent training. So, yeah, it's it's pretty massive commitment. But um, you know, you're, you're pretty tired at the end of it, and you do get a little bit grumpy at times. Great pleasure to be talking to one of the greats, Mahi Drysdale, for Six and a Song. Thanks again, Mahi, for your time. Thank you. Yeah, good to be here, Mahi. I, I was it two thousand and eight in Beijing where you got a bronze medal, and you were sick and had to be put on a drip or something at the end of the race. Is that, have I got that right? Yes, yep, you do. And, um, you know, that was, a, 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 you know, hugely disappointing in, in some ways. Um, I was also incredibly proud of how I performed that day, um, you know, given the circumstances. But, you know, that set me up, I guess, for, for the rest of my career on, you know, knowing of how good you actually had to be, that you were prepared to overcome anything to to be able to achieve and that's unfortunately the lesson I learned there but um, you're certainly one of those races that got away from me Well to me that honestly, I'm not being a sycophant here, that to me just made you a hero in my eyes because you were mm. crook going into it you put everything on the track and then of course you got third, got the bronze but it was just your determination, you kind of inspired a nation and then you went on to win the golds and I, I honestly want to say this to you you for me at the last Olympics were the highlight I can recall vividly getting my kids around and literally screaming at you <laughs> on the television and you won by a hair's breadth. It was just amazing. So thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> no now, Mahi, just one question from me about rowing, which is something I've never, ever tried to do. It's always looked a bit too tough to do for, for my taste. But when you're competing at the level you are, mate, and training at the level you are, which part of your body hurts the most at the end of a really, really long training session or a really tough race? Um, it would be your legs. Uh, you know, that's where you know, 60% of your power comes from. So uh, that's, that's definitely, um, you know, in training, your, yeah. your legs are, are what gets a hammering. I guess in racing, it's a bit of a toss-up between your lungs and, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously yeah, the lactate and, and your legs. Right. Very Actually, good. on that, every rower's legs, men and women's, when you see you standing on the, the podium there, you, unbelievable thighs. Do you find it hard to buy pants that fit? <laughs> Yeah, pretty pretty tight up around the, the thigh region, definitely. So. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to have kind of like bespoke pants, wouldn't you? I'm not, I mean, it sounds weird, but do you have? Do you, can you buy them off the rack? Uh, it, it's pretty hard. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you can find them, but um, yeah, you, you've either got to have uh, 
you know, tight around the thighs or, or very loose waist. So, um. <laughs> well, you can pull them off anyway, but not. Actually, that's what I meant is you carry it off well. You don't look like you're wearing funny pants on the stage. No, no move along, son. <laughs> exactly. Now, Mahi, we're going to rip into rapid-fire questions, just fire a couple of things at you, and then we'll get your choice of song, okay? Yep. Yep. No Let's go. Okay, first question, Mahi. What is the most extravagant thing you have ever bought? Uh, probably a boat. Oh, oh, good. Okay, roughly how much did it cost? Can you remember? <laughs> uh, it was uh, around 50k. Gee, wow. wow, that is expensive. Where yes. does the name Mahi come from? I've never ever in my lifetime heard or met anybody else called Mahi. Uh, it's from the Seychelles Islands, and the main island there is Mahi. Oh, right. Oh, okay, and, and so is, is it a family name? Uh, no, um, my parents actually, they were um, when they were pregnant with me, they were going to move to the Seychelles, so I was going to uh, grow up there, but they had a coup at the time, and um, yeah, Dad couldn't find a job. No, fair play. Now, back to the quickfire stuff. What is the place in New Zealand that you most love to be? Uh, probably Wanaka. Oh, beautiful right, spot. Yeah, lovely spot. I read your kind of CV at the introduction. There's so many accolades. What do you consider your greatest achievement so far? Um, I think I think that Olympic gold um, uh, in London was was uh, yeah my my greatest achievement and you know it, it came I guess partly because of Beijing and and what I had to do to get there. Speaking of that, if you won at Tokyo a gold, would that be your greatest ever achievement? Uh, that would be pretty special because there's only uh, two guys that have ever done that before, um, getting three. Yep, that yeah, would be fantastic. Amazing. And last one from me: What is your greatest fear? Um, I think failure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Personal question from me to finish. How did you propose to your wife? Um, I just, just, uh, basically we, we actually were having a bit of an argument and I, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, and, uh, and then, yeah, just proposed then, so. Oh, Oh, gee, how did that go down? I presume she said yes. Yeah, it, um, it certainly finished the argument. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's the way to do it, yeah. Look, it's just been a pleasure to talk to you, Mahi. And before we let you go, what song have you chosen and why this song, please? Um, I've chosen Eminem, Lose Yourself. And I guess, again, you know, just, just uh, throughout my career, it's about those those big moments, um, that one chance, one opportunity. And, uh, you know, it's something that, that I, I definitely listen to before those big races. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, the very best luck in Tokyo. We will be rooting for you, Mahi. Good luck and thanks for chatting. Thanks, Mahi. All right, thanks a lot. Mahi Drysdale, and this is Mahi's song, Eminem, Lose Yourself at News Talk ZB. Did you capture? Vomit on his sweater already Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous But on the surface he looks calm and ready To drop palms, but he keeps on Forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out He's choking how? Everybody's choking now The clock's run out